I'm now joined by George Lockcraft of AXA Investment Managers, manager of our diversified income funds. George, thank you for taking the time to join me in the studio today. Pleasure. George, you are different amongst the SGP fund range in that you have a significant portion of the fund in smaller company stocks. I wonder if you could comment on the current makeup of the portfolio. Yes, currently there's just over 38% of the portfolio in the FTSE 100, just over 15% in the FTSE 250, which means there's around mid 40s percent, 40s in the smaller cap area of the market, which for me is the interesting bit. It's the area where there's less research and slightly more inefficiency and gives good diversification on the income generation of the portfolio. And talking about that in terms of the prospects for the UK economy, clearly they're going to be different for the larger companies that are more geographically or so more internationally based. A lot of the smaller companies tend to be quite quite UK focused. How do you feel about the balance in the way in which you think about portfolio construction? Two factors on that. There are some small caps which are totally non-domestically orientated, something like Tarsus, which has been very successful, runs trade exhibitions internationally and actually has nothing other than a head office in the UK. And what's the market cap of that? Uh, market cap of that is in the 200, 200 million or so. So it definitely falls in the, in the oh, small cap. Oh, very definitely, absolutely. But they run the something like the Dubai Air Show, so some decent, well-known uh, exhibitions. But actually, at the moment, the prospects for the UK economy seems better than quite a lot of places that's based on government help in the housing market. The UK economy is the one economy where growth forecasts moved up quite substantially this year. And anecdotally, I think actually things are accelerating rather than slowing up. I saw one of the other companies in the portfolio, Bond International, and one part of their business business is payroll services. And they said to me in the last three months, the number of pay slips they're having to process has gone up 15% organically, the fastest growth rate so since the mid 90s. So actually quite good things going on in the UK economy at the moment. That's really encouraging. And I'm sure our investors will be pleased to hear that. Are you getting a more generally positive view from company management that you've been seeing so far this year? Uh, certainly in certain areas. Um, but um, Pendragon, which largest motor retailer, has seen the benefit from increased car volumes and new sales, and that comes through onto used car volumes as well. Top Styles came out with a trading statement earlier this week, just starting to see August, September, some benefits coming from housing transactions picking up. So definitely coming through. But there are other aspects where the ratings have gone up. So something like Cineworld, which has performed very strongly profits-wise throughout the whole recession, the share price has been rated up from over a 10 times earnings to into the mid-teens, and I've been taking profits on some of those. So um, there are opportunities coming from that. And I wanted to go on to talk about some other stocks in the portfolio. I think there have been a few stocks where, in the short term, there's been negative returns. So IQE, Anglo-Pacific, for example. I wondered if you could explain your rationale for actually increasing your positions in those stocks once they'd fallen. IQE, the reason the share price fell was that Qualcomm announced a technological change whereby they were starting to do more of the chip manufacturing on silicon rather than compound semiconductor which IQE is based on and I think the announcement was actually taken far too dramatically all the customers that IQE supply share prices fell initially and then rallied to new all-time highs whereas IQE came back quite a long way so the shares were around 30 pence before the announcement fell the lowest price I bought some more was at 19 and back to 29 now so in that respect that was one where some benefit on there in contrast Anglo-Pacific their main 
income generating asset is a royalty on a Rio Tinto coal mining asset, uh, Kestrel in, in Australia, and the coal price has come down with just slowdown in China, etc. But on top of that, Rio are doing a change on mining patterns and investing very significantly in the Kestrel mine, which meant that there was one quarter while they did a long changeover that they actually didn't mine on Anglo-Pacific's assets for that. So they had a quarter when they didn't get the income on that, but actually will mean that over the next four years, volumes will double on their area. So long term, very good news. Share price reacted to profitability being down. And I bought more stock with a yield of over 5%, which is actually quite difficult to find in the mining sector. So in that respect, again, my view on a medium term basis, a very good opportunity. And for everyone's doubt, just because the share price falls, it's not always an opportunity to buy more shares. Sometimes clearly there may be a, a change in view that you will need to put into place. Would there be a good example of that? Absolutely. It's a one where I've got it horribly wrong recently, office to office, where they've found the amount of products being taken, which is non-generic, has fallen, so margins come under pressure and they've had to cut the dividend. So in that respect, that's one where the short term it's gone wrong. Haven't been adding to that one because I think there are some structural issues, but I'm not selling it at the moment because I think the shares are too low and they are taking some significant cost out and have been taking very significant market share. So got the industry wrong, probably got the right company within it, but actually not done what I wanted on the, in the portfolio. But so, again, having yeah. a diversified portfolio means it doesn't do too much damage in that respect. It was a 40 or 50 basis points holding. So horrible and thing, but bearable. You mentioned 40 to 50 basis points. Just for clarification, George, I assume by that you mean a 0.4 to 0.5% position in the fund. So it's a relatively small holding. Absolutely. So my largest holding is in something like Royal Dutch Shell is 6% of the portfolio, which is still materially underweight, the all share index. And so actually 2% underweight there is a bigger bet than 0.4% in something like office to office. Now, I wanted to talk about a more topical issue. And there's been a recent announcement at the Labour Party conference about a change in their view towards energy policy. And, and clearly, you've got utility company exposure in the portfolio. I wondered if you could share with investors your views on the prospects for that policy and, and what impact it would have on the companies. Um, certainly, it's very relevant for income funds because utilities are good income producers and any threat to their profitability isn't taken well by the market, as we've seen in share price reactions since uh, Ed Miliband's speech, where Centrico and SSE are all down more than 5%. I think it's a typical policy from a conference where it's very populist and actually, in my view, incredibly ill thought out. The main reasons that energy bills have been going up has been a policy decision uh, on a long-term basis to try and tax carbon. So the main part of the rise is um, green taxes. And the actual returns that the generators are getting are very low and there is a significant danger that we won't have enough capacity in the UK unless there's 100 billion in investments. And the best way to get 100 billion in investments is to encourage people to make returns rather than actually making sure that they lose money. And I think there's a serious danger that this could mean medium term that there are blackouts or companies will have to not use energy at periods of high demand, which is terrible for the economy, but also just sends a message to the world that the UK having been seen as open for business, it's going close to business. And what impact do you think those sort of policies would have on dividends that companies are prepared to pay out and therefore the ability of your fund to create a sustainable income for investors? For Centrica, it's not too much of an issue. They've got a very sound balance sheet. They have lots of assets outside the UK. So it's bad news. And they were already indicating that they were looking to dedicate more resource to the US, which is more friendly in that respect. SSE, more of a potential issue that the balance 
she is slightly more geared and the ratey agencies are watching their the credit rating so if it became clear policy and a high probability Labour Party winning I think it could become more of an issue. In summary George I wanted to ask you what you felt the medium term prospect were for not only equity markets but equity markets um, with an income bias to them. I think for equity markets, we again have volatility based around political impasses in various places. So the US, we have the budget ceiling. Europe, we still have some issues. So that will create intermonth volatility. But overall, I think equities, particularly relative to bonds, look good value. And in a current environment where I think short-term interest rates are going to stay low for a sustained period, the returns you can get on an equity income fund around 4% at current market levels still will be attractive and there should be growth in that income. George Luckcroft, interesting and insightful as ever. Thank you for your time. Pleasure. Any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. Where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise, and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.